I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. All right. Another night we are on the mic. How are you doing, Trisha? Oh my gosh. What day is it today? I swear to God. I don't know. I should ask, how's it going? Because I know you're sitting there with your pint of ice cream. (laughs) It has been a long week so far, but I'm hanging in there. Tomorrow's mine and Jason's anniversary. And then my... (gasps) How many years? Four. No, that's married. How long together? Four married. Oh gosh. I don't know. It's so funny. That's the one I keep. I know. Track of I know. More. I didn't feel like that's the one that probably makes the more sense too. The most only because we were together for nearly eight years. So right. Like, kind of got to count that. Right. We've been together <laughs> since 2012. So how long would that oh, be? I don't know. We were 2008, and that we just hit 13 years. Wow. So I mean, math's horrible. So I'm like, can you subtract from that? You said 12. So. <laughs> That's five years difference. <laughs> yeah, you get the gist. <laughs> it's it's been time. way too long of a week to do math right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, on a good week, it's too long. So <laughs> exactly. How are you? Besides your phone not working, cooperating for you? Oh, I swear, Apple. Apple knows what's up. They're like, it's been two years. Oh, your phone's paid off. Well, let's rectify that. <laughs> Let's oh, go ahead and make sure you have to purchase another one. Oh, seriously. And I don't get trade-ups because Augie kicked it and it cracked oh, no. on the back. So they don't want it. And it's, ugh. like I said, only two years old. But yeah, besides that, I am doing well. Okay. I'm like, what is, I'm like, what did, Trish, I can't even think, like, what did we even do this weekend? I'm like, oh, this is going to bother me now. What did we do? <laughs> What was this past weekend? I don't even know. Oh my God. No, I refused to move on. What did we do? Remy and I went, maybe this will jog your memory. Remy and I went to a no scare Halloween Mm -hmm. and then had. Is it like a haunted house kind of thing? No, it's this village near us. It's like a um, historical village um, and they just set it up for Halloween and made sure it wasn't scary. It was like a scavenger hunt, like a no scare scavenger hunt for little kids. And then they had like a little dance party and um, it was cute. It was really cute. Oh, oh my gosh. What is she going to be for Halloween? Wonder Woman. Because if you ask her, she says princess. And I said, if you're going to be a princess, you're going to be the baddest ass princess that there is. Yeah. So she's Wonder Woman. (gasps) And oh my god, she rocks it! Dying, I need. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah. Oh my god, I cannot wait to see pictures. <laughs> uh, yes, it did shock my memory. Okay, good. This past weekend, we went up to Penn State. It was oh, our first and only. How did you forget game. that? <laughs> I seriously, I need to start doing brain games. Oh my gosh, you're right. The memory, Penn State, is so bad. <sighs> yeah. So we did it with the kiddos, which I was honestly more nervous for the car ride up. Just was thinking it would be a long ride. It's about three and a half, four hours. Wow. Okay. Give or take, because you hit a single road at one point. And depending how much it bottlenecks determines how much longer you add to your drive. And they did great. Uh, We almost died on the car ride up. Oh, okay. (sighs) 
screamed. Phil uh, was driving. We hit a milled road. I saw the sign for it. And we were, he went to the center part where half the car was on the milled part. The other part wasn't and tried correcting and about, I don't know, 70, 80 miles an hour. <gasps> started heading towards the divide he corrected and we started sliding towards the guardrail the other side oh my gosh and he managed to correct again and i was like phil and shaking trisha i don't i don't know how we did not crash swear to god go phil no clue not a flipping clue and how no other cars were in the left and right lanes wow. because it was so early in the morning it probably was 6 30 7 in the morning so no one there wow so it's a sheer miracle i was shaking and feelies and then charlie's like mom what's wrong i was like oh mommy's just playing a game with daddy <laughs> I was like, wasn't that fun? Yeah, I was like, I'm like, how are you, baby? I Meanwhile, my hand is shaking. <laughs> but like actually being up there, I mean, Penn State loss. Um, oh, but we had a good time. It was just nice to get up there. So, yeah. Well, I guess we should intro our show, which is show, our episode, which is, it's about us. It's about the mamas, the papas, and it's really just the stresses we feel, the pressures we feel, mm-hmm. how we can kind of manage day by day and feeling like we are doing it all without carrying too much guilt. <laughs> <laughs> or is it okay to have guilt? Like, why not? It's real. Yeah, it's okay to have guilt. I just like to have as little guilt as possible. So, well, yeah, but like, you shouldn't always feel guilty about. It. You know what I mean? Oh, like, true. If you do, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you feel that way, like, do you, maybe you don't have to feel bad about it because I do it too. Yeah. No, it it is yeah. very true. I mean, I think for a while I would get on myself, and I realized it's not constructive. It's not gonna help me. And if I know I'm doing my very best, then why am I going to beat myself up about it? Yeah, no. Uh, so. so, yeah, this all kind of transpired from this past week, right? That it's really you're the just past really feeling, weeks. you've been feeling the stresses of it. And yeah, well, the, the week and a half prior to last week, Remy didn't have school. <laughs> so it's really been like Sounds this like month. a lot of math. It's been this month. So yeah. Remy didn't have school for a week and a half because there was a COVID case at school and they kept saying they were going to open and then they didn't. And then they kept saying they were going to open and then they didn't. And so seven full days of no school, um, she was in the office with me. And then the week after that, when she went back to school, Jason was away on his annual fishing trip. And then he came back and was in a funk because his vacation was over and he had to start work again, which he doesn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of in a funk because I was just needing a break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you are always trying to feel positive. And yes, yes. Not feeling that support sometimes is frustrating. Yes, and so yeah, it's been it's been challenging month so far. <laughs> yeah, how are you feeling right now? I feel better. Yesterday. I left early in the morning to go after I dropped off Remy. I went and picked up a bunch of seventy-pound sandbags and cinder blocks oh, yes. and a giant piece of three-quarter inch plywood to drive to my sister's to barricade her door in because there was the potential of flooding and she just finally fixed her house three months ago. Well, it took three months from the time Hurricane Ida had hit and flooded her house. Mm-hmm. So she, there were no sandbags. There was nothing left near her. And I just felt like I have to do something. I just can't, can't not help after everything she's been through so that I had I did that and um 
Yeah. And then Jason and I had a talk this morning and just kind of acknowledged where we both were coming from and our anniversary is tomorrow. So got to make amends, right? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to jump in, like explain a little or I don't know how much you feel like sharing, but. No, we just had, I think it's just, again, it's the stresses of everything. He was coming back from a vacation where most of the time, you know, you, you feel, I think everybody has a little bit of like the back to reality blues after everyone needs a vacation after their vacation I yes 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 exactly and I think just the thought of going back to a job that is just physically extremely physically wearing on him he just he was dreading it he was dreading it all weekend until Monday came and then even you know Mm -hmm. this week so far he's just he's just been in a funk and Normally, we balance each other out, but I was kind of in my own funk. So I was just like, yeah, I was finding it difficult. Well, that's the worst when you both are feeling your funk or you can't get on the same page or yeah. when you're in like a really good mood and then the other person isn't. And you're like, ugh. Yeah. Like you're just bringing me down. Yes. And I, I've been doing that to Phil and vice versa. Like the stress of not having the child care. And so he feels like for three weeks now he hasn't been able to get any work done you know and then I feel like for us house projects are always a constant where I try to take on the kiddos so he can knock some things out and then I feel myself getting frustrated that I'm like oh I'm taking this on I know he's working his butt off but then if I see him heaven forbid resting (laughs) or (laughs) sitting watching tv I'm like oh come on let's go you know and I we have different styles of working and so mine is very much go, 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 go. And he is a little here, a little there. Like he, uh-huh. he, he does 10 projects at once and it drives me batty. And that's how he works. Yep. And that is our stressor. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, can you please knock something out so we can have something completed? I need time to get my stuff done. And then I start feeling resentful and frustrated. And mm-hmm. so that one is our stressor. I think Jason's job is your guys' stressor. Yes. yes, for sure. Or jobs, I should say, that he jumps around trying to find his passion and has yet to find it. Yeah. And it's just a struggle. And the cycle is is really exhausting. Just, you know, mm-hmm. Not only, you know, starting a new job is always a little stressful. So there's always that. And then once he's there and then once he doesn't like it and then once he hates it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just it's the cycle. And and how long have you been doing this cycle? What do you say? His entire life. He has struggled. How many jobs do you think he's had since in since your four years? You said your anniversary is coming up. Oh, well, in the entire time we have been together and probably our four years, I would say it's been... Oh my gosh, five. Okay. Yeah. I actually thought I was going to be going to be higher because I feel like just in this last two years, he's been through three different ones. Yeah. Yeah. That I can count. So yeah, he was, he did his, uh, his food truck for a while. Um, yeah. So that when he was at the hospital, then he did the, now he's building dogs. Construction. Yeah. Construction plate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, on the cafe. Yep. That's, that's them. You listed it. (laughs) (laughs) What do I win? (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely, that is definitely our, like our stressor, I would say you are 100% right. And, you know, I, I just feel like relationships in general, like they take work, you know, you really. It takes so much work. It takes so much work. It's no joke. And I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I have sat when I've been having a bad few days about things 
or like you said, guilty about feeling guilty. So sometimes I hold it in. So I'm like, oh, I almost feel like it'll start something more. So is what I'm feeling true? Like, should I just sit on it? Let my feelings process and maybe it isn't a thing mm-hmm. uh, I, that I've sat and like sometimes because it's so much work at moments, you're like, I remind myself our relationship is something that I'm also teaching the kids. I feel like we sit here and so often we talk about teaching them manners and teaching them how to share all these different milestones for them as kids. And I sometimes have to sit and think we're also showing them relationships mm-hmm. with people. And it goes that back and forth of, you know, sometimes it's okay to let them see we're human. But then how do I, how I go about it is mm-hmm. sometimes not what I want to teach them. And I'm like, long term, I want them to have this family unit. It's worth it. But there's moments where you're like, God, I just want to throw in the towel for a second. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're, you're like, I, you know, I just I don't I don't have the energy to make the effort right now. Yeah. And yeah. And I think with kids, it's extra draining. Oh, yeah, and for sure. You have I mean, I know, especially since Augie, there's even that so much so little time now just us let alone myself Mm -hmm. and I'm feeling that and that all just starts weighing you down because I feel like you give it all to your job then your kids and then it's your relationship and then I feel like I'm last yes yeah yep and um yeah it's just like there's that that effort you know sometimes it's like it's just easier almost to put those energies into the kids and the job mm-hmm. um and then you realize like well no i i need to put it into my relationship too i mean and that's where the work comes in <laughs> because when you don't have the energy to put the effort in that's when you need to exactly <laughs> So that's what I did this morning. I took some time this morning before Remy woke up and I wrote a long message to Jason acknowledging where he's coming from, explaining where I'm coming from and trying to find kind of a resolution and what we can do and say, well, if there's any time that is appropriate for us to make time for us, it would be now when we're approaching our four-year wedding anniversary. It's literally tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we have to just make a plan, figure out what day we're going to go on a date and go on a date. (laughs) Yeah, I it's I tell Phil so often. I'm like, we need to just do date night. But then I also then I feel so exhausted, Trisha. Yes, yes. I was like, which I know is why I need to <laughs> make it even more of a priority. But I just feel this constant exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So that it's when I. Oh, sorry. Go keep ahead. going. No, I was just gonna say. Anytime I feel like I have two seconds, I'm just like, oh, I just I literally want to do nothing. I don't want to talk to you, which is when I should. Yes. But I just feel like I have such a little window. Yep. So yeah, which I know it won't do our relationship any good. So that you do, yeah, you have to work so hard to be present, even when you feel exhausted. And then you wonder, when's me time? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he would say the exact same thing. He gets no me time. He's exhausted. And we need to prioritize ourselves more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. He now he's really good. Like we both are kind of similar. We're very much givers than we are like receivers. Yeah. That's something we always talked about. Like yep. we give get pleasure out of just being able to give of mm-hmm. ourselves and for other people. But, um, you know, I, I've learned that with the schedules being so crazy with work and kids and everything else that I have to really schedule stuff, you know, and I try and schedule a ton on the weekends because of Remy. It's my opportunity to make play dates and see family and see friends. Yeah. Um, but as important th- as that is, I need to also schedule when Jason and I date. Uh, I know. So something. So did you do it? Uh, we're going to do it now 
next weekend. We haven't okay. made, like put anything in stone yet, but that's kind of our plan because this weekend's kind of taken up with my sister coming from Flo- visiting from Florida. So next weekend, I don't think there's anything going on. So we're like, okay, we need to jump on it and we need to plan it or else it's going to pass us by. Um, but something I was going to say, so I learned from my parents, uh, they used to go away every once in a while and my grandparents would come and watch me or us, I should say, my sisters and I. And I remember saying like, why are you guys going? Why can't we come? And my mom would say, you know, <laughs> daddy and I need our time too. And I never really got it. And as I talked to my mom later on, you know, she admitted that they were struggling with the three kids, the two jobs, and they were going to therapy. And the therapist was like, you need to make a date night for yourselves. You know, whatever you decide once a week, once a month. So my parents had decided on once a month and they would actually do like an overnight somewhere. That sounds luxurious. Exactly. Um, But they, you know, they needed it. They needed it for them. And no, I agree. Great. I learned a I lot think that's from a that. Great thing. Yeah, I learned a lot from that as far as you have to make that time and you know Otherwise it'll never happen. Yeah, and I talk I talked to him and I've said it to so many other people that is self care as important as it is individually for yourself, self care for your relationship is also important. It's not yep. it's not selfish. It's no necessary if you wanna be who you wanna be for everybody else and you have to be it for yourself and for each other. Because then you can be it for your child, which is so much easier said than done it's funny that you were reminiscing because i think it was just yesterday it just clicked that i remember that every night that my dad would come home from work that he would come home he'd say hi and then he went upstairs to change his clothes and my mom would always go up there with him and he would just stay there for like 10 15 minutes and i realized that's just his 10 15 minutes he needed to decompress yes Yes. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. And see, I had it's an like. aha moment. <laughs> exactly. So, this is another thing. And um, I thought, you know, at the time I was like, that's odd. But now I'm like, I get it. So, when I was in college, I had a very close friend who ended up um, marrying her high school sweetheart, who also they were in, they went to college together and everything. She graduated a little bit earlier than me, had kids right away. They ended up having three kids. And I remember a couple years after graduating, went to visit uh, the two of them and their kids. And I remembered seeing her calendar and she had, I forget how she marked it in her calendar, but I said something like, what's that? And I was like, I hope you don't mind me looking. I mean, your calendar is sitting out here. I just, it, it caught, it caught my eye. I think it was like a red heart or something like that. And she goes, oh, that's the day that we have sex. And I was like, what? <laughs> She goes, yep, we look at the calendar a week in advance and we figure out what day is going to work best. She goes, let me tell you something. If it's not in the calendar, we're not doing it. We're exhausted. And I didn't really oh get God. it. I didn't have kids. I had just graduated. Phil would probably love a heart on the calendar. <laughs> He'd be into it. <laughs> me, I'm just like, oh, it feels so planned. But you know what? It's just like the date nights. Nothing's happening. I mean, Jason and I will literally be like, you showering tonight? That's our code word. You showering tonight? <laughs> And then if the other one's like, no, I'm so tired. The other one's like, all right, me neither. (laughs) Or it's like, hey, um, I think I'm going to shower tomorrow night. Just so you know, just throwing it out there, you know, heads up. Get prepared. That's like our code word. So. Oh, that's funny. (sighs) No, it's so true. Even. (sighs) We're talking about this. And so we went to Rehoboth Beach. Ooh. Gosh, probably it was two months ago. Okay. Gosh, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And Phil and I managed to have a date night 
Well, after the kids were down, our in-laws, well, my in-laws, his brother, (laughs) (laughs) watched the kiddos because they were asleep. We were staying at their place. And it's the first time, well, I mean, since Augie. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe we had one other date night. We've had one since Augie. Okay. But. And remind everybody how old Augie is. Augie is seven months. Oh my gosh, so crazy. But we just sat there. We walked the boardwalk and then I got him to walk on the beach, which he's like, people that walk on the beach at night are crazy. But it just felt like us back when we first dated and him doing things that I like to do, but sucking it up and we're just being silly, having fun. I got him to climb up on the life um, guard booth, which he's like, no, no, no. I was like, come on, G2, because I call him a goody two shoe. You know, but I I was just like, and then I just naturally started being more playful. My hands were roaming a little bit more because I just felt more connected. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes it feels so forced, at least for me, because I'm tired or I'm thinking about what I need to get ready or oh, I just finished making the kids dinner. Well, kids, I mean, really, Charlie. Yeah. I mean, I did make Augie eat dinner. I gave him breast milk. Yeah. Um. That takes, that takes work and effort and energy too. It does. But it's a reminder to myself that, you know what, if we just schedule a time, we're still connected. It just naturally comes back to us. And I need to just almost schedule date nights because I feel like the rest of it will come. Yeah. But I want to do it before things like things are good. We have our ups and downs. Like I feel like anyone things we have to talk through, but I don't want the kids to turn 18 and then us look at each other and say, uh, Who are you? I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have anything in common with you. Yeah, it's true. I mean, literally, we have to, we'll get into cycles where we're so tired, we just kind of go to sleep. And we have to mm-hmm. say, okay, can we get back to kissing each other goodnight? Like, let's not let that slide. That's kissing each other goodnight. Phil and I go to bed at different times now. Yeah. He'll stay up. I go to bed way earlier. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, there you are. Good night. And didn't you stay be like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm staying in the morning. That's when I see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. But it's the little things. It's the little that, things. Fine. That's no biggie. But I think it's a when a lot of the little things start adding up that I just want to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you and Jason are good in the past. If something's come up, you guys do write letters to each other. Am I wrong? Nope, that's always been our thing, writing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So did anything else come of it aside from you scheduling time together? Did you, you said you kind of had a plan of action? Yeah, it was just, let's make a date night and let's talk through some of these maybe more difficult topics, but let's also just, like, let's just talk about life. Like, no matter how easy or hard the conversations are, let's just Mm -hmm. do it and feel closer and stronger because we're doing it together and not feeling like we're, you know, living separate lives, but then coming together at times, you know, like, let's get through it together. Like, let's talk through it and and figure it out. Isn't it funny? I I feel the same way that when Phil and I are just sit down and whatever it is we're feeling, I instantly feel better yes. than trying to bear the weight of whatever I was feeling, thinking mm-hmm. on my own. Because often he's feeling the same and we are both just sucking it up. And it's like, okay, we're both aligned and then we can kind of work on things or just be more aware of the little things. Because sometimes it's just the littlest stupid things that get to you because you are so tired from everything. Yeah. 
Well, and I think it's so important to take the time to actually remind that person how much they mean to you. Mm-hmm. Because and not always be the negative. Yeah, we're not even that it's just always the negative, that it's just nothing, you know, like it's just going through the motions of every single day. And then all of a sudden, realizing like, I know I say I love you, but like, do you know what that love means to me? Do you know why I chose yeah. you? Do you know why I love you? Like, I mean, an, our anniversary is a perfect opportunity. And maybe that's why it was on my mind. But mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity to just remind him what he means to me because everybody needs to hear that totally i agree because so often i'm like did you put this in her backpack did you do this that's (laughs) what my focus is so often yeah i mean this morning i I literally and after my like long message to him I, i i just said i appreciate you thank you for you know making rice last night uh and you know doing the dishes this morning and putting remy to sleep and those things that we both do you know take turns doing every single day but Mm -hmm. that yesterday i appreciated him doing all three of them you know while i could maybe play on the floor with remy because i didn't get to do it all day and you know it just and sometimes oh i was just gonna say in that he you know he comes home from work and all he wants to do is crash on the couch but he's got remy and he's got to start working on dinner and you know he still does it he still takes care of the obligations instead of doing what he really would love to do and so it just i I feel like it's important to to address how much you appreciate those things it's not always easy (laughs) i completely agree with you but for me it's kind of funny i feel like especially now with charlie i work so hard on trying to understand where she's coming from all her feelings i've been talking about that a lot lately Mm -hmm. And my big one lately is whatever she's feeling, how do I expect her to get over it if I say you're okay versus letting her know I hear you. I hear that you're feeling sad Mm -hmm. because I know in turn if someone if I was having the worst day and someone came up and said you're fine, that would not make me get over it any faster. Just if anything, it would infuriate you more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so I really try to have that mindset with her. Now, do I always succeed? No, Mm -hmm. not even close. But I try. And so I think it's so true what you're saying that with our spouses, that I feel like because we're adults, we take for granted that they know how we feel. Right. But just hearing those little things, I know it makes me feel good because I don't feel like I hear them half as much. Mm -hmm. And likewise with Phil, because we were just talking about it a few months ago when we kind of had a check in and we both said how we appreciate each other and I said some things like you know you I don't hear you say as much that you appreciate me or whatever and he's like but I do it's like I'm letting you know I don't feel like I hear it as much Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's just kind of nice to hear well and I think too expressing how you how you feel or the things that you feel like you're are lacking or that you're missing because that's a very vulnerable place Mm -hmm. to be and if if you know most guys I'm not saying all but most guys I feel (laughs) Like their initial reaction is to be defensive. So if you put yourself out there saying, you know, you might want or you feel like you need a little bit more of a particular thing that they might instantly get a little defensive and then it, it, it can be difficult. So I think it's, I think it's important that you put those feelings out there. Totally. And even the littlest things like Phil, thank you for taking the trash out. Exactly. (laughs) Like you said, they can be, they're just as tired as us, Mm -hmm. even though lots of times it feels like I'm way more tired, but you know. Um, (laughs) But you know, and I feel like I still plug through. Again, that's something to talk through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. But just acknowledging that, you know what? I know you're tired. So you don't want to sit there, collect all the trash, take it out to the street. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So on a side note, um, and I know we've been talking about us and relationships, and I, I'm so glad because this is very th- therapeutic for me to talk about it and also know that you have similar struggles. You know, everyone's different and, uh, you know, everybody has their own struggles, but it's just, it's nice to just hear it and talk about it because you don't barely have time to talk to each other, let alone no. about <laughs> our relationship. So, so it's good. But I was going to say on another no, note about the kids and how you were saying you're using Charlie as an example and talking about feelings and trying to actually say, I hear you and listen and not just like, okay, okay. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, is that something I've noticed with Remy that I'm trying to address and I'm trying to look at it and myself or Jason too is how she handles anger and frustration um a lot of time it's a lot of times it's with herself she gets frustrated if she's trying to put a shoe on it she can't she's trying to put something yeah. on it, she can't and she resorts to screaming or throwing or stomping mm-hmm. off or huffing and so check check and check yep yeah mm-hmm. okay because i was like okay so do is this normal toddler behavior or do i need to look into anger management i'm not sure um, i've been thinking the same thing because <laughs> I mean, check all okay. those things, except also the part where she usually she's usually mad at herself. Well, Charlie's frustrated, but then equally mad at us. Yes, so. exactly. Yes. And I'm kind of like, whoa. Like, yeah, I keep having daily thoughts. I'm like, oh, my God, is she going to be able to regulate herself? Is she going to just be that kid that's so angry? Like flies off the handle and you're like, whoa. Yes. But then she's the sweetest person that can be. The other day, a classmate was so sad. And she's telling me about how so-and-so was crying. And this was last week. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what? I think a bar would really make him happy. I was like, oh, that's really sweet, Charlie, that you want to give him a bar. Fast forward to today, which is it's been almost a week week and she saw the bar in the pantry before he went to school she goes so and so we need to bring him that bar I was like, and she did Aww. you know so i'm like oh okay she's such a sweetheart but i mean man those those tantrums that we've talked about yeah they they do make you question of how much is just being the age and how much is do i need to help her talk through in therapy and am i in trouble later oh my, exactly <laughs> my initial thoughts are like okay the hormones haven't kicked in yet so like imagine yes. this times 10 like oh no what's gonna happen Bill thinks I'm crazy I'm like is this an insight to teen years he he doesn't think so and I'm like oh god (laughs) oh goody two shoes over there just kidding yep yep um (laughs) yeah so that's well that makes me feel better as well so thank you so that's that's interesting we're gonna have to keep each other we're gonna have to do a a recap on the uh anger frustration management (laughs) and how that's going of everyone in the household (laughs) exactly No, it's funny you say that because it it does make me think like Phil and I are not really yellers. And I mean, for the most part, I think our relationship's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Totally could be better. But for the most part, it's pretty good. But when we have those moments, I have been trying to catch myself more of how do I want to talk to him? Because I think it's so easy to get into your own habits of your relationship. Yeah. And that I'm like, "Mm, that's not what I want to teach her how Mm -hmm. to address other people or to for her to see in us because I don't want 
want her to seek that out in a relationship one day. Right. So I just, I'm trying to be better Mm -hmm. because I think it will help everyone. Well, something that Jason and I have always tried to do when we are in an argument or uh, we're not seeing eye to eye is to take some time to reflect. And as difficult as it is, I know it's extremely difficult for me, is to acknowledge where I went wrong or what I did to not help the situation. And that has... it's so hard. Humbled me a lot. And it has helped. It has helped me and it's helped both of our what? relationships. Why is apologizing so hard? <laughs> it's it really like, so it's like one of the things I probably do struggle with the, the most is like, mm, all right, this is where I was at fault. And I will brew on it and it will take me hours before I can even muster up the words. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's hard. And Hours, that has if not the next night. Yeah. Taught me a lot. So but what I think I, I realize is, you know, we Remy might Remy will see us upset, she'll see us happy, she'll see us in all these different modes. I don't know that she sees she doesn't necessarily see the resolutions yet. She doesn't see how we handle it. We do it mm-hmm. you know, privately. <laughs> when you're ready to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's one thing that I think it's important to maybe, especially as she gets older, is be able to talk about these things in front of her. And even now she says, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? And we'll just say, oh, we're talking about this or we're talking about that. But I think that's important. And I also feel like something that's important, and I learned this from my ex actually, is to make sure that Remy is seeing us being affectionate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, I the other day. you know, we show her a ton of affection, but do we, yes. do we show each other affection in front of her? Yes. Oh my God. You're like in my head. I, <laughs> I'll say, morning, Augie, morning. Show. Hey, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause it's, and I'll say that on the reverse too. I'm like, babe, you were so enthusiastic talking to Charlie. And then you just like, the enthusiasm was not there in your voice for me. He's like, you're, you're talking about a toddler, like you're comparing. I'm like, I know, but you, you had enthusiasm. He's like, but I'm tired and I will do the same too. So, yeah. but it's so true, Trisha, that it's like little things of, you know what? I give the, I make the effort to make sure I say good night, good morning to them, kiss them. And and I need to do the same, like Phil and I are like blowing each other air kisses because yeah. <laughs> the other side of the island looks too far away. <laughs> I know. I know. So, yeah, because I remember, I mean, this was just like, it was just one of those moments that really stuck out to me and is with my ex. Uh, we were sitting on the couch at my parents' house, the house that I grew up in. And I, I caught him kind of like staring into the kitchen and my parents were like standing in the kitchen and they were like hugging and laughing and kissing. And I was like, you like that? Like, I was like, why are you staring at my parents? <laughs> you know, and he just, he turned around and he was like, I have never seen my parents do that ever in my entire time growing up. And it was just like, it just wow. clicked for me. Like, really? That's not what I want for Charlie and Augie. Yeah. yeah. And and since that that time, I mean, obviously I had Remy with Jason. I We never had kids together, but I think about that. And I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want her to. I don't want her to be shocked when she sees 
a married couple being affectionate. I don't no. want her to be like, ew. Have to turn to the Hallmark Channel to find that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I want to make I want to make those efforts too for her to see what mm-hmm. a loving and affectionate relationship looks exactly. like. I mean, God, she's, it's so much work, right? <laughs> it's so much work not only for yourself, but for so each other, yeah. but then also for your Long kids. Term. Trying to be the best yep. example of what you can be for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Life. God, when do we get to sleep? <laughs> Seriously, (laughs) we got a new comforter and it's like our bed. I finally finished our bedroom. Did I tell you that? You did not. Oh my gosh. Okay, I haven't gotten a good picture yet, which is why. Pictures. But finally finished our bedroom and let me tell you, first of all, this mattress has never felt more comfortable to me. All it needed was to be in an actual bed frame. It's amazing. And we got a new comforter and I sleep like a dream. I mean, Wait, her bed or your bed? My bed. I have never slept so well in my life. That's too funny. So... Um, that, that's been helpful too, for us to actually come home to a master bedroom. Finally, first time. What is that? That's a running, that's a running joke at our condo. That's the first place Phil and I bought together Mm -hmm. and we renovated the whole condo. I mean, it was 1400 square feet. I remember that condo. It was so cute. Yeah. (laughs) So not massive, but we had technically three bedrooms, but one of them was an office, Mm -hmm. the kitchen, living room, uh, slash dining and two bathrooms we literally renovated every room and ours was like the last one i think we renovated our master bathroom as we were selling it oh my gosh i'm like why are we always doing our rooms last and again it's happening in this place oh my gosh so that sounds like such a dream and phil and i keep talking about like it would be so nice just to come upstairs and have our space yep i think it it would just create this oh, mm-hmm. or maybe we want to spend more time up there yeah beware so far for us it's been like oh my gosh i can't wait to sleep and we're like wait <laughs> well, I, I, I mean so I mean how many times have i been talking about oh when do i get to sleep yep. can you tell what i'm missing i know <laughs> me too but uh yeah i will definitely take pictures because jason and i love it i mean it's everything i was hoping it would be and Aww. it's just I love walking into the room every single day. I love I, I make the bed every day. I put on the decorative pillows like, Ooh. yeah, I'm you do like it. I yeah, do. that's what's when you do like a space, then you take care of it. Yes, it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. So more to come. Yeah. All right. Mom fashion time. We, yeah, but more to come. Should we uh, share where people can find us? Uh, absolutely. Well, for starters, you're listening to us on whatever platform you are listening to us on. We are on all platforms. Um, so please do share with your friends and family, your mom tribes, your parent tribes. And mm-hmm. um, that's really the best way to get the word out there and and help us get more known in the world. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. And if you uh, if you do listen on iTunes, we always would appreciate that five-star review um, if you're finding it us worthy of it. Am I missing something? No. No. You nailed it. <laughs> and then Trisha is going to take us 
take pictures and we will be posting those on our social media sites, which are mom jeans and minivans for both Instagram and Facebook. And that's the most fun way to connect with us, see what's going on. We try to share pictures and we do use Instagram a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Twitter, which is mom jeans men number one. And if you want to just reach out to us, email us, share with us, whatever. We love, love, love hearing from everyone. And that is mom jeans and minivans at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's jump into mom fashions. <laughs> I have a pretty appropriate one for this episode, I would let's say. Let's hear it. Well, okay. So, and speaking about trying to be good examples for our children, they are little sponges and they pick everything up. And a lot of times <laughs> it's not, it's the not so great stuff that you're like, oh my gosh, do I do that? So Remy and I are driving to school and we are late as usual. And now if we are late, we get stuck behind a school bus on a very long road and it makes us even later. And I turned down the road. I saw the school bus ahead and I was like, ah, and Remy's like, mama, what's wrong? And I said, I got to turn around. I'm stuck behind the school bus. I'm taking a different route. And I start to turn around. She goes, that school bus is a douche. And I was like, what, what did you say? And she said, that school bus is a douche. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I must. Love to ask you where you heard that from, but mama knows. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think I used that term very much. I literally must have said it once and she liked that word. And I mean, it's a fun word. I don't blame her. And I mean, the alternative would be, you know, asshole, dick, something probably even more inappropriate. However, she used it in the right context, which, okay, kudos to you for being three and knowing how to use it. But I'm like, please don't, please don't call anybody a douche at school. Don't, let's not use that word. Let's not use that word. But I was like, I, it, it cracked me up. I was like, yeah, that, that school bus so is funny. a douche, but we're bigger douches because we're the ones that are late. But <laughs> well, yeah. mine was Oops. just, come on. I was saying that leaving school. <laughs> We're going down an alley. A car was blocking me. So I had to reverse and go down a different alley to just get back on my road. And then when I got to that road, a truck was had its hazards on. And we're in Philadelphia. So they're narrow. I can't get by. Uh-huh. I was like, come on. And Charlie is in the backseat. She's like, come on. <laughs> Mom, why are we saying come on? So I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm waiting to find out that she's these moments just have places to be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) The car talk. Got to watch the car talk. (laughs) I wouldn't consider myself somebody that has road rage, but like I will express myself every so often when I think someone's not being a very good driver. However, I have to be careful how I say things because the other day I go, ah, shoot, and Remy goes, ah, shoot. I'm like, little sponge, little sponge. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, well, funny you're talking about going to school because mine involves going to school, too. (laughs) Were you late? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You want to know how late? Oh, no. How late? Well, so Phil must have spent about 45 minutes trying to get Charlie ready. She was not having it this morning. Yes, I've talked about her having moments, but I mean, this was exceptional. As in, hadn't brushed her teeth, hadn't done her hair. I think the only thing she had done was she had gone to the bathroom. And so her nighttime diaper was off and her underwear was on. She hadn't done anything else. Still had her pajama top on, right, Trisha? Okay. Mm -hmm. And she hadn't done anything else to get ready for school. Hadn't 
eaten, hadn't done her hair, hadn't brushed her teeth, anything. And she was just having that good old tantrum that we've been talking about. Oh, yes. <sighs> and I was just so fed up because I, I just, I said, Phil, I don't care. Just get her in the car. I can't be late. I have to get to school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I said, put her in that car with her underwear. She can walk through Philly in her underwear. I don't care. And that's what this mama did. <laughs> I had her in the car, her underwear, her pajama top. That's it. And don't you know, the second she got in the car, she finally turned around. She goes, Mama, I want my shoes. So she put on her shoes while we're in the back seat. Thank God it was 66 degrees in the morning. Oh my gosh. Trisha, I had her walk from our parked car into school. And we were only about five minutes late at that point, but she wasn't dressed. I literally, we were walking down the block. She was in her underwear. Whatever. Her she probably top, looked and adorable. I walked, into, I walked into early care and I go then they couldn't see her because you have to walk up a set of stairs mm -hmm. and she did her usual mama I want two hugs I'm like here you go and and here are your pants <laughs> maybe you can put them on and I I walk up the stairs and I look at both of the the early care people I go can you do me a huge favor they're like what I'm like just look at my daughter and you'll know what my favor is <laughs> I'm like can you get her dressed <laughs> Yep. And I kept walking in my classroom. It's like, oh my God. But it was it was so bad. Yep. I just oh so yeah. You gotta do what you I, gotta do. Yeah. I, I mean Remy I mean, walked into school eating breakfast this morning. Peace out, baby. I mean, Enjoy that breakfast. Oh. Sorry, it's so late. Yeah. Uh, that one that seems minor. <laughs> uh breakfast, pants, whatever. Oh. oh, you hear Charlie? I do. All right. Well, well I guess that's time. Um, <laughs> Yep. And on that note. On that note. <laughs> Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.